everyone. Welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Danae Poth. This is season two, episode 18. Always have to think about it. It's been, I don't know, it's interesting. Every day I feel like sometimes is a week in itself. So uh, trying to keep track, hard to believe that it is November, middle of November. Where has this year gone? Although some would say, can this year please be over? Uh, so many things. I think back a year ago at this time, the plans that were coming up for, uh, I was headed to London for BET, for the conference BET. And then after, actually before that, FETC. So I was in Miami, then I was in London. And then a week or so later, I was in Austin for TCEA. And then we had a conference in Pittsburgh. It's our state conference, Petency. And then I also had the chance to go to Nashville with four of my friends for a writing retreat to work on some books we were writing on. And just thinking about how many places I was in the span of the first two months of this year compared to the number of places that I've been since the end, actually the beginning of March, uh, it's unbelievable. And it's hard to think about, well, not hard to think about, but it's, it's strange to think of how different things are and having hopes for moving forward. Like what's it going to be in 2021? We're almost there. Uh, are we going to be back in schools? Are things going to be more quote, air quotes here, normal or normal in, the, in terms of more comfortable, more <laughs> like they used to be in the good way that they used to be or what we were most happy and content with when it comes to our personal lives, professional lives, and just everybody's well-being. And so that's kind of where I'm headed for today. I have been really trying over the last, I don't know, weeks, months to find more balance, to force myself to take breaks, to help with that feeling of being overwhelmed and frustrated and scared and you name it. Uh, and it's good to know that I'm not alone. Although years ago, I would have felt exactly that. Like I was alone because I kept myself isolated and away from you know, building connections. I had no idea what a PLN was. My idea of you know, self-care was going to the gym, which that's a good thing as well. Also taking a nap. But lately in the last couple of months, I, I wasn't as good about breaking away from the work. And prior to the pandemic, I mean, flashback a year ago, my schedule as it is now is exactly the same as what it was then. I had the same daily responsibilities, the same number of classes, although this year I have more students in my classes, but the same schedule. I was working all of the other jobs. I was working on writing blogs or books or whatever and, and keeping myself occupied with all of those things. And so I've had a really hard time trying to figure out why I am so much more exhausted this year. And I think it's because we're just online so much. And there is a huge difference of from or of being in the classroom and teaching five or six different courses like I do, actually five this year, and being online and teaching all of those different classes and all the preparation. And for anybody, whether you're in person and still teaching to some students virtually or you're fully virtual or it's hybrid, 
it is exhausting to be looking at the screen, especially if you're using multiple screens and you have the headphones in and there's just that constant noise. Um, I'm kind of sensitive to sounds and lights and those types of things sometimes, and I really wish I wasn't, but I don't know if it's something because I'm getting older or it's just there's so much of it that I'm noticing it more now, but it has for the last couple of weeks definitely taken its toll and I'm trying to find ways to break away, not just for myself, but because I know the student, my students, all students are in the same exact boat that I'm in, in that they're looking at the screen, uh, they're looking at things online, there's that constancy of just being connected. And so I need to find a way to take more breaks, but it's hard when there is so much to do. We want to contact families, we have to contact our colleagues or check on students and grades and everything. And a couple of, well, probably a couple of weeks ago now, we had our clerical day and I was going through using Microsoft Teams, making sure I didn't miss anything, checking on the grade book. And typically clerical days are kind of like they're good days. You work on your grades, you do your planning, you clean up your room, you do all those things that you wait to have that day to do. And it's usually not altogether exhausting, but this one was, I was just totally wiped out just from that being online, looking at the computer, just trying to think through and check everything. So I, again, the focus of this is self-care and I haven't been as good about reading, reading books or blogs as I'd like to be because it's hard to be online like that. So one thing I started to use a couple of months ago was um, a app called Jabu Mind and that forces me to take breaks to just listen to different meditations, to focus on mindfulness. It's a good reminder of self-care. They also have um, SEL resources. And then I also read a couple of, well, a couple of weeks ago now, I came across an article on Edutopia. So I really like to read Getting Smart because I, I write for Getting Smart, but I, I really enjoy the posts that are provided on their site for so many different topics and from so many different educators and people from around the world that are contributing. I make it a, a point to read Edutopia, Ed Surge, Teach Thought, and Ed Week. There are a lot of them out there, but there has been a focus on Edutopia that I've been kind of keeping up with about teacher wellness and looking for strategies. And that's something that in my school we talked about as well. Like what can we do to, you know, make sure that we're taking care of ourselves so we can take care of others. And we've all heard about putting the oxygen mask on ourselves first. So when I read this article and I pulled it back up to make reference to it, it had different strategies that was fo they were focused on uh, school leaders with strategies that they can use to help staff members manage the different stress that they might be experiencing. And so of course, all of us have different tolerances for stress. And for me, over how, I don't know how many years, I pretty much, I think I deal well with stress. And sometimes it, I don't know, I take a break and I might go for a walk if I'm feeling kind of overwhelmed or I listen to music or I might just go and lay down if I feel frustrated, like I can't get anything done. I'm not, I don't have that mindset. And so the one article that I had read with Edutopia, it gave a couple of ideas like a drop-in wellness session and have 30 minute mini lessons, sessions on topics like mindfulness, um, different 
you know, self-care strategies that you can use and building that in. And then they were having teachers fill out a form to give them kind of feedback, or I guess a survey, to see how they could kind of change that. Social activities. So in all schools, we might have things like a luncheon, a faculty luncheon, potluck, whatever you want to call it, or maybe people get together and have some type of a social activity. And so we we miss out on that, especially in passing in the hallways or being in the teacher lounge if you go in there and finding other alternatives. And so somebody in my school suggested yoga. And I laugh because I I haven't ever really tried yoga, but I've heard of people trying it and they say that it is not easy. So I always question it. But I know that for wellness, a lot of people really do like yoga. And so maybe having an activity, if you can get outside, or if you can go for a walk, they suggested in the article, and just finding something that you can still do, that's social, that gives you that chance to kind of connect and share your ideas and experiences. Uh, so those were a couple, but making sure you have time to get outside, if you can, if the weather's not terrible, and walk. I'm not going to lie, I will walk in my house just to get up and move around, depending on the layout of your housing, or your house, not housing, of your house, you may be able to just do some laps around your house. I've seen people do it in the grocery store, the Walmarts, the mall, so why not in your house? If we are working from home, and if the weather's not great, and you're sitting all day, or if you're standing, you need to move around, so find a way to move around in your house, okay? I am not ashamed to say that I have done that. Uh, also just taking time and take a nap. Everybody says, take a day off. I, I can't take a day off. Too many emails will come in or messages and I just need to keep working. But I, I have been better about taking a nap, listening to music, not getting on the computer. Even though I'm on my phone, I find that if I sit down on my computer, I will look at the 95 tabs I have open and just feel like I need to constantly be working on something. And so holding myself accountable and taking those breaks, whether you use an app, which I have written recently about some apps that you can use. Like I mentioned Jabu Mind, I love it. And I'll probably talk about that more in a later episode. Right now, I just wanted to share some ideas that I read about teacher wellness. Uh, other articles, they talked about how you can manage stress, how you can make teaching online feel less isolating, which that is important, especially coming from somebody who kept herself in isolation for many years. But things, everybody deals with stress in different ways. Sometimes we go back and pull ourselves away from everybody. Sometimes we talk to ourselves. We might deny it. People might deny it. But we do have this self-talk. And a friend of mine, Melody, and I talked about when we have that negative self-talk and how that can, it comes on so quickly sometimes. And it's hard to kind of you know, break that habit, but we need to. So talk to yourself, think things through out loud, control what we can control, easier said than done. If you feel anxious or overwhelmed or worried, there are points in the day where I go through all of those one after another and I, I just, I feel like I'm gonna pass out for lack of anything better to say. But I'm doing, I'm trying, I should say, I'm doing better. I'm trying different things. I'm making sure to take breaks, to check in with friends and family and not focus so much on all of the what ifs and things that can get me worried. And when I do feel really overwhelmed or like I've come up against the wall, I try to just, 
I will go and lay down, even if it's two o'clock in the afternoon on the weekend. If I feel like I need to do that, then I'm going to make myself do that. And there have been a couple of weekends where on Saturdays, I feel like I didn't do anything. And then I realized, wow, I have a lot of things to catch up on, but I won't be able to catch up on them if I don't feel rested, if I don't take a break. Uh, if I don't give my my brain a break, I'll feel kind of foggy, which I've had some instances of that too. And I know many people can relate to that. You just feel like you're forgetting things. That is a sign that you need to take a break. And I'm giving that advice. I'm not the greatest at taking that advice. So if I were to recommend something for you, I would say find a few things that help you to take a break, to avoid the noise, whatever the noise is, whether it's for me, it's like the sound in my headphones from being plugged in all day, or uh, the noise, like all of the things piling up, whatever it is, just find a way to break from that. Take a walk in your house, take a nap, put the TV on, something on Netflix, whatever it is that makes you happy, that, that gives you a break so that you feel refreshed and you can get back to what it is that you were doing then I say go with that. Um, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up because I don't know how beneficial this was, but at the very least, hopefully you know that you're not alone in feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, anxious, worried. Uh, I don't even know how many other adjectives I can throw out there that I've seen people sharing on social media. We are all going through it, and the best thing we can do is find some ways to help us make it through one day at a time, one thing at a time. Don't stay isolated. Talk to your friends. Join my Thriving EDU Facebook community. We would love to have you. You can check us out on Mondays and Fridays when we go live and have conversations with other educators. Or if you want to join us, please, by all means, let us know. We would love to have people join us on our live chat. So as always, thank you for listening. I will catch you next time where I will probably talk more about the hybrid experience or whatever is happening in the world of education, new ideas, new methods, anything that I'm learning, especially with the ISTE virtual conference coming up too later this month. So if you have ideas, if you want to share resources, let me know. Thank you for listening and I will catch you next time.